0: This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO, 91.7 FM, The Word. And today, I welcome John Stamper to Author's Corner. And he's written the book called Conflicted. Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education, which is published by Master Books, a division of New Leaf Publishing Group. And he'll tell you more about how to find it at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about John. He is a former public school educator and has served in the Chicago school, public school system for 13 years. Um, He's got a bachelor degree in elementary education, special education, and PE and health, and has an extensive uh, resume on educational issues. But now we're going to talk to him about uh, the writing of this book. And John, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Well, thank you so much for that introduction. Thank you, Roberta, for having me. Hi, everybody.
0: So, as mentioned, you spent 13 years as a teacher and a coach in the public school system. So, tell us why you were compelled to leave your chosen career, and this is just two years ago, I guess.
1: Sure. Yeah, just to clarify before I get into that, I did teach for 13 years but only one year was with the Chicago public Schools, okay. and that was my that was my last year of teaching okay um and that was in the 2020 2021 school year so what prompted me to leave um my career basically so in 2020 that was if you guys remember that was when covid first arrived right, right. schools shut down that spring um and we went fully remote and then the following year most schools started remote students were at home and we we're doing this online learning. Uh, so my wife and I moved that summer um, and I had to kind of leave my job in Indiana and I got a new job in Chicago public schools. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of what brought me to Chicago schools. Um, and we started that year remote like most other schools. No, you know, no big deal there. And that fall, the fall of 2020, Um, all of the teachers in Chicago public schools had to complete mandatory teacher training. Uh This is very common. I've done that every year. I was a teacher. All teachers do that. Not a big deal. Not a surprise there. And you would have thought that, you know, with this new remote learning, we would have been trained on like how to manage a classroom virtually. We've Mm -hmm. never done that. So any help would have been welcome. Instead, we received training on Uh, using preferred pronouns, how to support transgender students, uh, intersectionality, Mm -hmm. all of these radical ideologies I had only heard about up to this point. Now, my employer was compelling me Mm -hmm. and all of my staff members to implement these things in our classroom. So, you know, I I had a conflict with those as a Christian, you know, affirming a transgender Mm -hmm. student's identity. I look at as lying to that student. Right? I have compassion yeah. on them if there's confusion there, of course, but I'm not going to contribute to that confusion and continue to lie to them. Mm-hmm. So that's just one example of the conflict I had. Um, and feel free to jump in at any time. But so as the year went on, we were still remote and I was kind of conflicted, <laughs> you could say, on what to do, how to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. We weren't having in-person school board meetings. Everything was remote. So that was one thing that was different. I had not met any of my colleagues except maybe two or three of them, right? So I I didn't even know my colleagues. I had never met any of my students at this mm. point. So a very weird uh, you know, situation yeah. for me. And I didn't know how to respond. So eventually, later that spring, two or three months later, I filed a formal complaint through the school's website. Uh, you know, if you have any sort of complaint, you, uh-huh. there's a system that you go through. So I documented it. And I cited all the trainings. I used the images of the training materials. And so I wrote to the school board, you know, saying that, you know, this training on intersectionality and intersecting identities, these things are, they're, they're biased. They're discriminatory. You're harming children. You're sexualizing children with these materials. And uh, so I just kind of stated my case and all that's in my book, but they did respond to me to their credit. They responded and they just said, we're not going to investigate this.
0: They uh-huh. decided
1: not to investigate, so they would have been investigating themselves.
0: Right. So right.
1: at that point, it was either do I stay and fight or do I kind of like leave, and that was my conflict. You know, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of teachers right now, and even a lot of parents, are in that conflict. What do we do? How do we handle it? I agree. Um, so through prayer with my wife, and myself, through months of prayer, I finally decided to leave. I was kind of reminded of, you know, when God. Uh, told lot to leave the city before destruction Mm -hmm. that was kind of uh, my takeaway was i need to get out of here before you know things get worse Mm -hmm. or before i become part of the destruction so And um, so that was the story of, you know, why I decided to leave my career, and I'll pause there.
0: Well, John, um, you mentioned some of these ideologies, and, you know, our listeners may not be as familiar with these things as um, we wish they were. So why don't you share some of the ideologies that you were instructed to promote through the public school system?
1: Sure. Well, in one of the chapters of my book, I believe it's Chapter 8, I talk about parallels. Um, parallels throughout history. And I I point to um, the rise of communism in the 20th century, you know, through the USSR and Germany and communist China, et cetera, and how they, the education system in those countries uh, played a key role in implementing Mm
0: -hmm. those
1: ideologies. So there are serious parallels that we can draw between those education systems and our own. All right. Um, so some of those parallels, and, and again, this is not to call anyone, you know, a Nazi or this or that. It's just to point out the dangerous parallels right. and say, hey, we might not want to follow this model because mm-hmm. we saw how it ended there. So just some of the similarities, and I can go into more detail, but, you know, those, those nations and those education systems had an absence of the Bible. They removed the Bible. They removed any sort of biblical morality, number mm-hmm. one. Second, education was heavily politicized. You know, academics were kind of pushed to the side, and activism, you know, Mm. became the main thing. Mm -hmm. All right? So we can start to see parallels. Number three was revisionism, the the changing of the nation's history. And we see that, Mm -hmm. you know, especially when we were in the middle of COVID with, you know, the riots and the protests and tearing down statues and, you know, all these new curriculum being, you know, brought into schools. And then the undermining of parents and families. You know, we see that with parental secrecy mm-hmm. policies nowadays. Mao, um, you know, Mao was a Marxist and he said that parents were oppressive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, or that, sorry, that families were oppressive to the lower class. So, and then just the general division of society with the oppressor versus the oppressed mindset. These are all parallels, things that we can see in our culture today, and more specifically in our education system. Mm-hmm. And we can see those throughout history. So we should just learn from history, you know, and see what happened when these things were implemented before and you know cause it to cause us to change course right now so we don't mm-hmm. repeat those mistakes. Mm. And I can go into more detail specifically uh, if you would like.
0: Okay, well, let me remind the listeners that I'm talking with John Stamper. Uh, He's written the book, Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education, and it's published by Masterbooks, a division of New Leaf Publishing Group. You're listening to Authors Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. Uh, One of the things you brought up is of how Uh, parents are being minimized um, through the public school system. Uh, I know that there are ways that parents can uh, opt out their children, but most of the time they don't even know what's being taught, so they can opt out of that. And um, as you mentioned, COVID, uh, I understand that COVID actually brought to the awareness of a lot of parents of what the public school system is actually teaching their children. Right. Go into a little bit more detail about how you see um, parents' rights being minimized.
1: Right. So, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind are parental secrecy policies. These are policies that schools can have to, you know, quote, unquote, keep the child safe and respect their privacy. Mm -hmm. It, It usually revolves around their trans identity. But what I saw came through my mandatory teacher training, which parents typically don't have access to. Mm -hmm. So these things, this is why my book is called Pulling Back the Curtain, because, um, you know, there are things happening behind that proverbial curtain that parents won't see and may never see. And that's how a lot of the times these radical policies are snuck into the classroom. And teacher trainings are just one example. So um, when I saw that, that's really why I was kind of compelled to write this book. It was really just to sound an alarm. And you know, tell parents, hey, you might know this is happening, but I want to tell you how it's happening. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people I saw, especially a lot of parents that I talked to, they said, you know, I know this is out there, but this would never happen in my school or it's not happening in my school. And I want to say, well, hold on now. It could be happening and you just have no idea about it. So I really just wanted to provide firsthand uh, information. But the good news is you know, I get asked the question all the time. So how can parents know what's in those teacher trainings? And really for the longest time, I didn't know how I didn't know if parents could, or maybe they just couldn't. But, um, the group parents defending education, they've kind of like perfected this process of, uh, public records request. Okay. So if you go to parents, defending education is the name of the group. If you go to their website, um, they will walk you through step-by-step how to issue a public records request. That's how you can get access to what the teachers are being trained on. You can even see emails from administrators, principals, et cetera. Uh, So that's a process that it's a little different with every state. But if you're a parent and you have kids in the public school still, or you're just a concerned citizen, you can use a public records request. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's an awesome resource.
0: Well, John... One of the things that here at KNEO is a Christian radio station. We uh, want to encourage uh, parents and, and listeners to do that which is pleasing and honoring to the Lord. And so how would you say the public school system treats things about God?
1: That was kind of the first parallel that I pointed out was if they haven't already, they're in the process of removing emboli- any semblance of biblical Christianity Mm -hmm. or biblical principles. You know, that was my personal story way back in the early 90s. That's why my parents made the decision to homeschool my siblings and me in the early 90s, because our local school system um, was sued for allowing the Gideons to come in and distribute Mm Bibles. And that went all the way to the Indiana Supreme Court, and the Indiana Supreme Court said that, no, the Gideons cannot do that. And that ruling is what prompted my parents to remove us from the public schools and homeschool us so that we had a biblical foundation. Mm. But really, that was 30-plus years ago, Mm -hmm. and the same thing, if not worse, is happening today. So, you know, I think that this whole—it's really come full circle for me that, you know, when I went through my situation with Chicago, Chicago Public Schools, and I know a lot of teachers and parents are going through that situation right now, But when I went through that situation, I was reminded of what my parents did, Mm -hmm. of the stand that they took, not just what they did, but why they did it. They wanted to prioritize the Word of God, and they wanted their children to have a relationship with God. That was their priority. So 30 years after that fact, it all came back to me. You know, it gave me a little more courage when I had to uh, make my difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. When I was in the middle of my conflict, I remembered my parents and their example so that's my message to parents especially is what you do in front of your kids matters and why you do
0: mm-hmm. what you
1: do matters to your kids so hopefully that's an encouragement to you as of course you speak the lord for you know guidance for yourself but you know hopefully i just want to encourage parents out there that what you do matters so don't be afraid to take that bold stand and prioritize the word of god
0: amen So today I'm talking with John Stamper, and he wrote the book, Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education. So, John, tell our listeners how they can find out more about your book.
1: Absolutely, and thanks again for having me. Thanks, everybody. You can find my book at masterbooks.com backslash conflicted. You can also find it on Amazon, and you can also find it through my own website, johnstamper.org.
0: And so one more time, the book is Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education. And the author is John Stamper, who has shared his heart with us today. And we do thank Master Books for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. John, thank you so much for your time and the encouragement you provided for us to stand strong for our faith in Christ.
1: Well, thank you so much, Roberta. Thanks, everybody.
0: And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on your favorite podcast platform or through kneo.org. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.